Yo, 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 yo. What is good? What is good? What is good? It's your boy Tajah Soprano. Playboy Mafia. T. Sosa. And this is another episode of Real Talk No Cap. Episode 13. Shit, it ain't Friday the 13th, but it's Sunday the 13th. (laughs) But without further ado, it's been a while, but we're glad that, you know, that we're making another episode. And we're glad that the people that are here tuning in every day, all night, whatever, listening at home, listening in the office, listening, whatever. But without further ado, I'm going to pass it on to my main man, my main nigga, Playboy Mafia. Yo, yo, yo. It has been a while, ladies and gentlemen. It really has been a while. We're going to start this podcast off with the question of the day. What is something you accomplished in the past that you are proud of? Passing it along to T. Sosa. Oh, yeah. It's been a minute, man. Good question starting off with Playboy Mafia. And what's one thing I accomplished in the past? Hmm. That you are proud of. That I'm proud of. Honestly, it was recent, man. I uh, finally released my song with my boy Tijar Soprano. And it's been about, I want to say, eight months since I released something. And, you know, a lot of shit was going on in between, you know, some drama at the studio, life situations. But you know what? Me, Tijar, and Playboy, we stuck to the mission. We said we were going to go to LA Film School, and that's what we did. We got our equipment, and we started working. And people were like, oh, nah. You know, it's been months since they released anything. They wasn't probably serious about that. But we're about to prove them wrong. <laughs> for real, for real. You know, and I'm just excited. You know, I've been waiting to just release something, you know. So I'm really happy that I was able to do that finally after eight months. And there's going to be plenty more to come, not just me. But Playboy, he gonna have some shit. We wait, me and Tajar, we waiting on Playboy to release something for real. Nigga, I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I'm waiting. I've been waiting yep. two years, bro. I'm still waiting. God yep. damn, two years. Yes, nigga. Yep. Hey, Tajar, yeah, it is to me. Nigga. Tajar too, man. You gotta, you know, all of us, man. But you know what? We got our shit, so it's gonna come. It's gonna come. But yeah, God, shit. Yup. <laughs> I don't know about all that now. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that answers the question. And I'm going to pass it to none other than Tja Soprano. Tja! Tja! Soprano. Thank you, T. Sosa, for that that beautiful uh, answer, actually. Because um, I actually had some fun on that song, which he paused. Whoa! That's why I say a pause, nigga. Hey, hold up. That's why we always got to say pause in a sense, because in this times of this generation, everyone's like, you got to watch out what you say now. First, that one little nigga, and now T. Sosa? (laughs) Chill with all that. That's blasphemy right there, nigga. (laughs) But... (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... Damn, you made me forget the fucking question. 
You with your <laughs> crappy ass memory, nigga. Oh, we want to talk about memory now. <laughs> the question was, nigga, what is something you accomplished in the past that you're proud of, nigga? Damn, I felt that emphasis on that <laughs> second, nigga. <laughs> Shit. I would say where I'm at now, actually. Like, I'm at a job that I appreciate for right now. Pays me good, decently. Not good, good, but it pays me good. And I'm at a fantastic school that I can manage what I love to do. Wake up and still do what I want to do the next day. So I'd say I'm like, I'm not content to where I'm at, but I'm actually grateful of where I'm at now. Because I'm building up my strengths, my weaknesses, my knowledge, and like what I what I can accomplish and what I can't do, but perfect later on. But yeah, it's all it's always been mainly making music. With the homies, like, like this nigga Playboy owes us like some tracks, nigga. And like T Sosa, like this man laid down a track er, like a few days ago. This man's fucking talented. Me too, man. That's a fire ass verse. Thank you, thank you. Like when when it comes to music, like music, I love it. I just want to learn more and more about it. And I see the people that don't take it seriously And I see the people that do I want to be the ones that Does take it more seriously Because I feel like when people see it They don't see their vision They just see see all that equipment And think they're a hot shot So I'm like I'm proud of where I'm at Because there's more to come When it comes to music when it comes to these movies, when it comes to this podcast, because they don't know. <laughs> these men, these women, especially, don't know what is yet to come from not only me, but from Bucket Squad. But yeah. That's like my short, brief statement of that question. And I'm passing this along to the main king himself. Rain Sage. (laughs) Prince Sage, nigga. Rain is prince in a way, but okay, nigga. Okay, nigga. You can't get niggas to do the job these days, man. It's like you got to get the white people to do it instead. (laughs) No, but your nigga is that one nigga that claims he's from Fremont. Oh, that little nigga. Who you thought I was talking about? You thought I was talking about the other nigga from Entradero? Who? Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't even start with that nigga. (laughs) 
<laughs> what about that other nigga that you told me about? The one that you ran into at the at the shop the other day. Oh, that nigga. Oh yeah. <laughs> he actually said my name right. <laughs> how, did, how did he say it before? T T Was it? To J or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro. Or T Like, I'm like, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck? But anyway, what is something that I'm proud of that I've accomplished? I survived 2019. Let's put it like that. <laughs> that was something. That was a whole other fucking breed. And 2020. Yep, 20 and 2021. Let's not forget that. 2019 and 2020. Or we're not even at 2021 yet, but just four, four or five months left. Three or four. I don't know around there, but um, I would say 2019 was. I was. That was something, alright. I survived that shit. I guess you could say I'm proud of that. Even though I didn't have to survive it, but that was something, alright. Let me tell you that. All the bullshit that happened, I'm surprised. I guess you could say that is an accomplishment because 2019 was a whole other breed. I was like, what the fuck am I dealing with here? Like, I had to deal with fake ass niggas at my old college. A lot of them. Some who I thought that were cool, but I guess Fremont ain't getting him that far in life, ain't it? I'm just being for real, dude. I'm keeping it real. Um, relationships, surviving all that shit, just dealing with people, everybody's bullshit. People dragging me down in the mud, throwing my name in the mud for no fucking reason just because they had a fucking agenda, but then... I'm the one that made them look dumb, so now they look stupid to this day, and their reputation's all fucked up, because, well, should have known who you were dealing with, but I guess you let your ego get to you, right? But 2019? What? Oh, what the fuck? That's weird. Um, Niggas will be niggas. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, God damn! Fuck, dude. (laughs) The other one is facing our direction. But, um, yeah, man, 2019, I would have to say that was something that I've accomplished by surviving that shit. That's all I have to say about that. That was a good-ass question and a good-ass answer from Taja and Playboy Mafia. Now, my question is going to be, Simple, but not really. Why do you think people quit on their passion? Like, they build their own momentum, and then they just stop. And I'm going to pass it to Tja. Soprano. TJ! (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a white person. <laughs> well, a whitewashed person. For the record, it's just jokes, people. Chill, white people. We're just joking. Relax. Have a have thick skin. 
shit. Just like y'all used to have in the 80s, but in the 90s, y'all became so fucking sensitive. Not just the white people, the niggas too. Especially you niggas. I'm not talking about y'all. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm talking about people overall, bro. I'm Chill. Playing, bro. I knew you were going to look at me when I said that. Yeah, niggas, don't take it seriously. That's why I can laugh about it, you punk-ass bitches. <laughs> but anyways, it's, bro, it's easy. They let someone else get in their head. They let someone else tell them, oh, that's your passion? Like someone we know? Mm, oh, my God, that bitch. <laughs> And there's a lot of other factors into it, too. Time. It takes time. Passion doesn't take a day, bro. It don't take seconds. It takes time, and it takes the certain amount of time that you want to take. Because you have to put in the hard work, the dedication, the communication, the effort, the financial stability of whatever it is. You have to make sure you can handle it, especially when it comes to people telling you shit around your ear or telling you you can't do it or telling you, oh, it's hard. It'll take a while or like maybe you shouldn't do it because you're putting yourself on too much like energy or whatever. It's like, yeah, everything is difficult in life. But if you fucking love that shit and you want to, like, be that person to accomplish what you want to do in this life, you only have one fucking life. You're going to let your mommy and daddy tell you what to do for the rest of your fucking life. You're going to let a stranger tell you what to do. You're going to let your boss at your fucked up crampy ass job tell you what the fuck you should be doing even though he's probably making fifty thousand or forty thousand dollars a year and you're probably making fifteen twenty thousand dollars a year do you think you want to take advice from that motherfucker no do what you do do what's best for you but you have to take care of yourself too in order for you to prevail in your passions And you can't always be telling people your shit all the time. That's what can derail you. Because if you tell a lot of people, a lot of people are going to expect that shit. They're going to expect you to do that shit. And then if you can't do it, people are going to talk. Because you caused that. They didn't cause that. You caused that. I feel like all you have to do is just stay quiet. Do what the fuck you want to do. And the talking will start later. The hard work will start talking. Because you did it. There is no fucking shortcuts. When it comes to this shit. If you're. If you're really content on your passion. But you give up so easily. You weren't even passionate. When you started. That wasn't your passion. That was a dream. A dream that long lasted just for maybe a week, a couple seconds, a month, whatever. That might sound harsh to you, but shit. It's the honest truth. 
Have some fucking balls and don't be a pussy. That answered my question. You're going to need to repeat that question, Sosa. <laughs> the question is, why do you think people quit on their passion? Give me that fucking phone. That was an easy-ass fucking question. <laughs> No one has commitment. That's fucking why. Y'all are so eager to just jump into it. But here's the problem with people these days. You have no patience. No one is patient anymore. People want to make money like like this. And it's like, dude, like, like you're not going to get it like that. Like, it takes time. Hell, even time takes time. How very fucking ironic, right? That time takes fucking time. Like it's 5.32 right now. And time is taking a sweet time just to hit the next day. But for some reason, people are so impatient these days that they just want to have everything already. And it's like, dude, relax. You're going to get there. We all have our own pace. We all have our own speed at how far we'll get there. Or how fast, actually. But the thing is, it's not just commitment that's the problem for people. Like, on like why people quit their passion. It's not the commitment. It's the patience because people want it already. That's the problem with people our generation. I'm going to be honest, but I saw something yesterday on Instagram from a certain person. And this person was right about what they said. This person said... We tend to jump into things that aren't right for us because of our patience, which leads us to heartbreak. When I read that, I was like, holy shit, that was, you know what? That's actually true because we rush. Like, like, like I understand that we want to get to where we want to be in life. I know, believe me, I want to be at where I want to be at already, but it takes time. If you're not patient, you're not ready. If there's one thing I've learned is this. If you're going to be so impatient trying to get where you want to be. You're only going to make it harder for yourself. How? Because one, you're impatient. Two, you have to wait for it. Like it takes time. So now you have double trouble. You have to worry about your impatience because you're like, I want to, I want this now. I want this now. I want this now. It's like, no, it's not how it works, man. It's not how it works. Like, like T Sosa, he released a he released a song recently. Took him eight months, but that's not his fault. He had his own shit to do. He had to deal with bullshit along the way. Even Tajah, they both had to deal with their own bullshit. It's taken me two years to even release a song. That's because I'm doing things at my own pace, my own speed, and it's not because. And as a matter of fact, it's not. That's not my only world. When I say that, I'm saying that that's not the only thing I'm worried about. I have other things to deal with. I have other things to worry about. So the fact that that people give up on their passion, and it's like, why do it then? Why are you gonna do it if you know you're gonna give up? It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's it's like saying you're gonna you're it's it's like it's like 
I'll give an example, like track, track and field. You're running, right? But here's the thing. You're racing against other people to get to the finish line first. But you're just like, oh, I'm going to lose. So it's like, why do it? Like, if you're being so negative with yourself, knowing that you're going to fuck up, then why try? I'll admit, I'm, I'm negative with myself when it comes to music and other things, but I still keep going. Because it's not just my commitment, but it's also the patience. I will admit, I am an impatient person. I am, but you know what? I'm working on it. I'm trying. It just, one thing I've learned, take it day by day. Take it day by day. But the thing is, it's easier said than done. Why? Because there are people like, no, it's too much. It's blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, Lord, here we go again. So I got to deal with you now. Like I have to put up with the fact that you want to give up because you're afraid of hard work. Well, you know what's the problem with this generation now? You all want everything handed to you right on a silver plate. That's not how the fuck it works. If you want something, you got to work, man. Yeah, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. It took me like, what? A year to get my car? Taja, it took him like 15 months. And he didn't even have a car, dude. He he had to struggle. He had to put up with bullshit. He had to put up with his, he had to put up with somebody in his family that was driving him crazy. He had to deal with it. But you know what? Look at him now. He's finally where he's at. He's got his car because you know why he was patient. Even though. He, he, he was like, I want my car now. And I told him, you're going to get it, dude. Just patience, man. Patience, patience, my young Padawan. As Obi-Wan would say to Anakin, patience. When you're impatient, you get greedy. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I want this already. I want it. It's like, dude, relax. It's not the end of the fucking world. You're going to get there. You just got to give it some time, dude. But that's the problem with people is that people are so impatient. Like... It's like what I said before, reading that quote, we tend to jump into things that aren't right for us because of our patience, which leads us to heartbreak. When people give up on their passion, like what they want to do, like let's say people love doing music, right? They love that shit, but when they give up, it's heartbreaking to them. They give up because they're so impatient because they're rushing. It's like what I said, we rush into things that aren't right for us because of our patience. I'll admit like I said, you know, when I when when I asked the question, what is something that we accomplished that we're proud of in the past? 2019. I'll admit, 2019, I did rush into something I shouldn't have rushed into. I should have waited. If I had waited, I would still have what I wanted to have to this day. And I have to live with it. And now here I am trying to make amends, trying to prove that I've changed and that I'm more patient because I'm I'm more patient now than I was two years ago 2019 I was impatient I was rushing all the fucking time and the fact that I rushed is like now this is what I have to live with but it is what it is I guess damn I'm really impressed by the answers that the Joss Soprano and Playboy Mafia gave out. Like, that was superb, man. Shit. And yeah, like, you gotta be your biggest fan. Like, if you're not your biggest fan, then you're gonna let hate get to you. And you can't. You gotta have a tunnel vision and you gotta be your biggest fan. 
And you just got to really believe that you are going to be successful. Because if you don't, then it's not going to happen. And it's just like our Playboy said, you do have to be patient. You can't, you can't work on your passion expecting, waiting for an end goal. You got to fall in love with the process of doing it. Because then you're going to be attached to everything, every song that you release. Oh, no, they don't like it. Oh, no. And then you're just going to be doing it for them, and you're not doing it for yourself. And that's how you get lost. And then you start questioning, am I really doing the right thing? So you really got to, you just have to have that pride in what you're doing and passion, real passion. And yeah, sometimes life will hit you and you have to take a break. And that's fine. That happens to everybody. But you can't forget your passion. You can't forget your dreams. Because it's always going to be there, locked up inside you as you get older and older and older. And you're going to wonder, damn, why aren't I happy? Why am I stuck at this job just doing this fucking shit everybody else does, being a sheep in society, not taking a risk? And that's because, well, you decided to just quit checking out. For example, there's, a, there's an artist called Russ, and he released 11 albums. And he only had like a thousand followers. He wasn't really getting recognition, but he didn't let that stop him. He kept releasing music. And after 11 years, he finally started getting a buzz going for himself. And it was like he was confident in himself. He actually believed in his vision, in his dream. So he kept at it. And now look at him. He's an independent artist making millions off shows, interviews. And he has a very loyal fan base. And that's what it takes. You got to be your biggest fan. And really believe that you're already going to make it. It's just the process. Don't focus on the when. Focus on the what and why. And that answers my question. I'm going to pass it to Tja. Soprano. Tja. And ladies and gentlemen, we will be passing this as a last question. And for this last question, I will advise, this one will probably be deep as hell. Huh? Oh, okay. I was just curious. Go Bet. I'm down. Why is it that always a lot of people assume just by your color instead of... Well, let me say it like this. Why do people always have to assume that you're going to do something based on your color instead of your presence as a human being? And I'm going to pass this along to play with Mafia. <laughs> Dude, I've been waiting to talk about this after what the fuck just happened like an hour ago? Barely an hour. Yeah. Stereotypes. Enough with that bullshit. We need to stop it. It's so fucking annoying. I'll give you an example. Barely an hour ago, 
A 7-Eleven. I'm not going to say this city because nobody needs to know where the fuck this was at. Hell, could have been California. Could have been Texas. I don't fucking know. But don't worry about where the hell it happened. Just know 7-Eleven. Me, Taja, and Sosa, we were at 7-Eleven because we got hungry. So we're like, you know what? Let's just get some snacks. Let's get something to drink. We're hungry. Let's just, let's just buy some stuff. There was this guy, an employee. Indian guy. Because apparently that's the stereotype that Indian guys always work at liquor stores. I don't know why that's a stereotype, but I think that's personally dumb. But it is what it is. I'm not talking about the guy working there. I'm talking about like the stereotype of that. But... Um... The the guy was looking at me and Taja a certain way because of the way that we looked. The way that we were dressed. Me, I'm dressed up bummy right now. I'm in sweats. I have fucked up shoes. And I'm like wearing a jacket and I look homeless. Like people would look I'm homeless because of my jacket. So we're just getting some snacks. I'm looking around and the guy's literally just standing there holding a box. Mad staring at me and Taja. And we're like, dude... Like, are you serious? Like, he, like he, he's assuming that we're going to steal. He's assuming that. And we're like, and I'm like, dude, we're, we're not going to steal. We have money. Like, come on, dude. If I didn't have money, why the fuck do I have a car? A car costs money. You got to pay insurance. You got to pay fees. You got to pay for, you know, repairing the fucking thing. You got to pay down payment and all that, which thank God I don't have to because I'm already done with all that shit. But the fact that he was looking at us is like he he assumed okay there's two black men here and there's a there's a Hispanic person here they're gonna rob this place they're gonna steal that's what he's assuming I'm sick and fucking tired of stereotypes stop judging a book by its cover without opening the book and reading it in other words. Don't judge someone just because of the way they look. The fact that he judged me because of the way I look, like I look like a homeless person, like I'm going to rob him. And also because I have a full on beard. So the guy probably thinks like, oh, okay, so he's probably homeless or something like he's going to rob. No. I just haven't shaved because I didn't want to shave and I'm dressed up bummy because I didn't really I want to dress up bummy. When the fuck are these stereotypes going to stop? They're always making stereotypes about Hispanics. They make stereotypes about black people. When you see a group of black people, you're going to think like, oh shit, they're going to rob this place. When you see a group of Hispanics and they're only talking Spanish, you're going to think, oh, they're illegal immigrants. Or when you see an Asian person and they're driving, you're going to assume like, oh, they can't drive because of their eyesight. Or, or they're so smart because they're Asian. Or when you see a white person, oh, that, that white person was born rich. They, they, they didn't live in the streets. You see, you see what I mean? How really annoying that is, is that you are judging by assuming. It's like you're jumping to conclusions already when you haven't even stopped to figure it out first. It's like saying you're going to watch a movie, but you haven't even watched the movie in the theaters yet, but you're already guessing what's going to happen. And it's like, dude, you haven't seen the movie yet. Like, watch it. Like, you'd be surprised what could happen. You'd be really surprised. 
but no one wants to have that conversation, right? Because now these days, all everybody cares about is just killing each other without even having a civilized conversation. Like Obi-Wan would say, so uncivilized. This society is so uncivilized. No one wants to talk anymore. Everybody would rather just judge, just make assumptions, kill each other for no fucking reason. It's like, okay... Like, it's, it's like, dude, why are you going to, like, seriously? Like, right when this guy was judging. Sorry about that, folks. I got distracted by a bomb-ass car, dude. That car is, holy shit. That's a, a nice-ass fucking car. And let me, I'll give you an example. The fact that I, that I saw that car, you know what I thought of, uh, right off the bat? I thought... It's a white person driving that car. You see, that's how stereotypes happen. That could have been a black person. It could have been a black person driving that car. It could have been a Hispanic person. It could have been um, a Middle Eastern person. It could have been an Asian person. Who knows? We'll never know. I didn't see the person's face because their windows are tinted. So I, I couldn't see their face. But they have a nice car, though. So, hey, congratulations to them. They worked for it. You know, I'm proud of them. If it's a white person, okay, I don't care. If it's a black person, I don't care. If it's Hispanic, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about your ethnicity. I just care about who you are, your morals, your character. But no one wants to talk about that, right? Because everybody would rather judge each other based by the color of their skin. So, you rather judge me based on the color of my skin instead of getting to know who I really am? Like, I'll give you an example. After we left 7-Eleven, there, there was a Muslim woman. She's Muslim because she was wearing, um, I think they're called the hijab. Uh, I, we all know what just happened recently in Afghanistan. We all know what happened. Those useless fuckers in the White House who can't do shit right, which I don't care if that offends anybody because I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I'm not Democrat or Republican, but I'm for sure not a Democrat. Because they're the ones who silence Malcolm X and everybody else. But like I said, no one's ready to have that conversation because you're all so fucking sensitive because all you care about, my feelings. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. When I saw that Muslim woman, when I saw that Muslim woman, I didn't get scared. I didn't think like, oh my gosh, she's a terrorist. You see, that's even another stereotype that people assume that about Muslims just because of the way they're dressed, just because of the way they look. That you assume that they're a terrorist. Look, I get that. There are people in ethnic, ethnic groups that do things, but you can't assume that all of them do it. I didn't get scared by the Muslim woman. I didn't get scared. I just saw her. Like, she looked at me. I looked at her. I didn't say anything. I didn't get mad. I was like, I don't care. She's not doing anything to me. I'm not doing anything to her. She's just sitting in her car eating. I didn't judge her. I'm not going to be like, oh, she's she's Muslim. That means she's she's like one of those terrorists. Yeah, there are bad people in every ethnic group. There are bad white people, but not all white people are bad. There are bad black people. Not all black people are bad. There are bad Hispanics, but that doesn't mean all of them are bad. When you see an illegal immigrant, well, actually, you see what I mean? You see how I'm already making stereotypes? That's a prime example right there. When I see an Hispanic person that's only speaking Spanish, the, 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 the moment that you see it and you hear it, you're going to be like, they're an illegal. Because they don't speak English. They probably jumped over the wall. They probably crossed the border. But no. You see? No one wants to have that fucking conversation. Because you're all so fucking sensitive. And then you people cry about. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
You people won't. You people don't even want to talk about the black on black crimes. Shut the fuck up. Fucking pussies. Yeah, it's well, like bro. Playboy said. Um, people like to stereotype. And I feel like people feed into a lot of bullshit in the media. Just movies, television. The traditional black man is the one that ran away from his baby mama. Mm-hmm. That got kids. Mm-hmm. He a thug. He ain't got no job. Mm-hmm. He's out there trapping mm. and rapping. Mm. Or for the Hispanic. Oh, he's just a grass-cutting person. He probably got like, what, eight people in his house. And they they ain't rich. They ain't making money. Like, they stereotype people. White people, for example, they're the rich ones. They didn't have to work for shit. And uh, who else? The Asian. Asians, uh, they're kind of the same way. Like, they're rich. They're smart. They're good at math. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's really sad, man. Like, and then when you go out in the real world, you walking past people that look different from you. You can already see by their face that they're judging, that they're scared, but they don't really approach you or get to know you, or just greet you, just be a decent human being, because that's what we all are at the end. But we let bullshit feed us. We let the media feed us. We let music stereotype. Like, for example, uh, let's see, rap music. There's a lot of toxic rap going on. So a lot of people that listen to it, when they see black people, they assume all of us are, what, illiterate, trapping, rapping, playing basketball, not doing shit. But then there's people like me, people like Tija. Like, we're actually trying to do something out of our lives. Yeah, man, like, it's like... Playboy said, you can't judge a book by its cover. There's bad in every race, in every color. You can't just pick and choose just because of what you heard or some bullshit that you let somebody else say, but then you never actually got to know a group of people and you don't even know their history. Yeah, research. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think that's. I'm gonna pass it to Tajo. I feel like that was a good. That was a good. You better go off, nigga. You better go off on these hoes. <sighs> and ladies and gentlemen, for my answer, I'm gonna just keep it. A hundred on this shit. Nah, nigga, keep it hundred ten percent. Fuck that one hundred shit. <laughs> I'm just being for real, bro. No, I'm being no, bold as fuck right now. No, I know, I know. I'm tired of people. And they bullshit. I'm tired of it. I'ma just say it like this: When I walk around this earth, I'ma say it like this, especially in California. When I walk around California, more people are more judgy. More people are in their feelings and more people are scared. Mm-hmm. Fucking pussy. People judge too much. That's why everyone's on social media. Because they're afraid to be them be their real self. 
when they see me, when they see T. Sosa, when they see Playboy, they automatically assume we're thugs, we're robbers, we're gangsters, we're hoodlums, we're ratchet-ass kids or whatever. But honestly, they don't even know who the fuck I am. That's just from the outside. And that and I call them I call these niggas the bottom feeders because these bottom feeders don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't even know who they are because when they go outside out of their house and see someone different that's different from them, they assume first, then act scared second. This shit gotta stop because this is some fucking bullshit. Because when you're tall and you're black in America, people will automatically assume the worst. Especially when if, if white people or Asian people, especially to have kids around and I'm walking past them, they'll grab their fucking kids before I even cross past them. Just because they think the shit that they see either on the news on movies, TV shows, reality TV, from their fucking gossip friends, from the book club talking about, oh, did you hear about this happening? People need to stop living in that bullshit, that lala land, and just actually get out of their head and actually have a conversation with someone from the black community or the Hispanic community or the or whatever race to actually understand people because not every motherfucker is gonna rob you not every motherfucker actually stays like not every hispanic person is a gardener not every hispanic person talks about tacos or quesadilla quesadilla is an american fucking term bro they don't say that shit in other countries And also this, because this gets me fed up, and I'm not even Hispanic. Stop assuming they're all Mexican, bro. Oh my they're not Mexican, bro. Oh, my fucking Especially God. in California, bro. Stop assuming every nationality or ethnicity of someone, especially in the Hispanic community, is Mexican. Because you need to educate yourself. If you're really that fucking smart, <laughs> especially if you went to fucking college, or, or if you went to law school, but you already assume, oh... Espanol, he's from Mexico. No, bitch. <laughs> fucking hell. You should be a fucking disgrace if you live in the United States and you don't know different nationalities from a person. Talk to them. Understand them. Especially, oh yeah, especially when it comes to the Asian nationalities too. Oh, Not yeah. every Asian person is Chinese. Chinese, Japanese, Korean, like, bro. Chill. And, st- and, and, and also, I'm, because I, I saw this video one time and about Asian people. About this white guy. Making it weird for this Asian woman. Because he asked this question like, oh, where are you from? And she said, I forgot what city, but I knew it was in California. And he was like, no, where are you from? And I was like, I already know where this is going. People need to stop that shit because for the people that do that to other people, you do realize 
you're making an ass out of yourself. You think you're smarter than them of where they are from, but you have to realize just because they might be Asian does not mean they're from Hong Kong or Tokyo. If they were born here, they're from here, nigga. Like if I ask you, oh, where are you from? You're going to be like, oh, I'm I'm American. Like, nigga, where are you from? understand what the fuck you say to people and also for the white people or any other nationality that be calling black people monkeys and shit like that in a way it is a compliment because monkeys and orangutans and gorillas are actually smart smarter than humans they're, they're, they're smarter than fucking they're smarter than us Basically. so for the ignorant people that say that shit or even call uh what do what do white people or like other people call black people if they uh if they're not liberal oh <laughs> sellouts coons uncle tom's the n-word i'm not gonna say uh, they call them every name in the book just because they want to think for themselves and that even includes Black independents <laughs> mm-hmm. who think for themselves. Sorry that they're not like the liberals who are like a beehive where they believe all the bullshit of the media. Sorry. But at the same time, I'm not sorry. So fuck your feelings. And, and also this, the stereotypes, is because we vote for motherfuckers that actually do this shit every fucking year. Every, it's in a cycle every four years. Another four years. Then another four years. But then you guys get mad just because of some illiterate shit that happens early on. And then you want somebody out of office. But then you want a corrupt ass nigga to come in. That makes no sense, dude. Nigga, we got racist ass Biden. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this. The people that voted for Biden, you are the real sellouts. You are the real racists. You are the people... You are the people that cause Afghanistan. Fuck you. Their blood is on your hands. Because you guys don't get it. Every race has to go through their own shit. I'm going to just be bold and say what the fuck I always have to say now. Because it seems like a lot of you people, and I'm saying you people... Yeah, you people. You people think you have authority against other people. If you're white, you're white. Like, I I don't give a fuck what color you are. I'm just going to respect you no matter what. But if you're a white person that acts like you're above black people, don't come near me. Because I'm not dealing with your drama. I'm not dealing with your bullshit. And if you're a nigga... That just wants to kill niggas just because you can't comprehend five seconds to be around somebody. Don't come near me. Because you a crazy ass nigga that just needs some help. And if you Hispanic. Same thing with the bullshit. Like, bro, for the Hispanics, y'all need to stop saying nigga all the time. 
Oh yeah, the Asians. Y'all need to stop saying nigga, because most of y'all that stand. I'm gonna say because in the cities too, some of y'all in Irvine say it. Like some of y'all in San Diego say it. Like bro, and the white people in PV say it. (laughs) I've heard of a couple of them say it too, and I'm like, whoa. Especially the Peninsula High School niggas. Oh fuck. Yeah, I said it. With blue eye and blonde hair. Mm. Don't catch me saying it. Don't don't ever catch me having you guys say that shit. Cause we just need to stop with the stereotypes. I wasn't born for this shit. Like, yeah, I'm black. People say I'm black, but I don't look black. I'm brown. But on the piece of paper from the government, they say I'm black, African-American. Ten years ago, that said Negro. Think about it. Do you guys like to be brainwashed by the government? Do you guys want to be handed a silver platter from blood money? Because, you know, FDR caused that. But y'all don't want to talk about that. Okay. Reserve. Y'all want that EDD money, but y'all don't want to get a real job to earn. Oh God, bro! Y'all like want everything on a silver platter handed to you instead of working. You just become the Oh God! And then y'all say eat the rich, but if you want to become rich, then you're gonna be eating up too. Oh God, that makes no sense. So it's like this, like. You is basically poverty for everyone. You basically want everyone to be poor, because once the rich is gone, they come for the middle class. Then once the middle class is gone, they 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 get whatever pennies that the lower income people have, and then after that, they're done. After that, there's no more money to get, because it seems to me a lot of people. Especially in the United States, they want to lose these national parks. They want to lose taking their dogs out with their family. They want to lose going to these festivals. They want to lose having a cell phone to themselves that they pay for. They want to lose having a car that they drive around. Get y'all shit together. Shut the fuck up about stereotyping. And most of y'all probably need therapy. Talk to talk to someone. Communicate. And actually get to know someone from a different ethnicity. Before assuming. Bitch ass motherfucker. And that'll conclude with my question. But without further ado, it was... I'm grateful and I'm happy that we were all here to talk about all these questions for another episode. I know it's been a minute. Like I, like Playboy said, we've been dealing with our shit. Like, niggas have been dying lately. Niggas almost died. But we're all here. So, this is episode 13 of Real Talk No Cap with Josh Soprano. Playboy Mafia. T. Sosa.
and we will be signing off.